This is Pokedex Radio, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Hey trainers, it's Austin. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Pokedex Radio podcast. If you'd like to see the show notes for today's episode, please go to pokedexradio.com slash 96. And if you could, please go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That would be much appreciated. So first thing I want to mention before we get into anything, I bought a Nintendo Switch. I really like it. We'll talk about that later on though. But what I want to start with here is Pokemon Go. I'm sure if any of you kept up with Pokemon Go, at least in the news, uh, there was a lot of claims of trespassing and people actually trespassing to find Pokemon or to get Pokemon gyms or, or to you know find Pokestops, whatever. Uh, lawsuits have been taken out against Nintendo, Niantic, and the Pokemon Company um, uh, because of these trespassing um, claims. And in the lawsuits, these parties have actually been claiming that Pokemon gyms, Pokestops, and Pokemon have been placed on their private property without their consent. Um, these lawsuits are claiming two things. They're claiming nuisance and unjust enrichment. Nuisance meaning, uh, you know, just causing a nuisance in, in, in their area on their private property and unjust enrichment by uh, earning money from telling people to trespass. Niantic, the Pokemon company, Nintendo earning money by telling people to do uh, unlawful activities. Now, the, the plaintiffs, the, the parties that are suing Nintendo, Niantic, and the Pokemon Company uh, are claiming that it's not only just trespassing, but it's considered virtual trespassing because Niantic placed these virtual things, let's call them virtual items, onto their property without their consent. Because as the law stands now, these plaintiffs can't do anything about it. These people suing the companies can't do anything about it. Um, as the, the as the way the law stands now, but they are actually requesting an additional law saying that uh, talking about virtual trespassing, which essentially will then help these people win their case if they if this law is created, um, because then it would make it unlawful for Niantic to place uh, Pokemon Pokemon gyms and uh, Pokestops or even any one of their other uh, even the other Niantic game Ingress. It would stop them. It would not allow them to put things on other people's private property, it'll make that completely unlawful. Putting virtual items on a map online and then translate it into a game, completely unlawful. But the thing is, I don't think they realize that this will stop not only Pokemon Go, it'll be the end of a lot of other apps like that, like Yelp and things like that. Or like when you go to an area like on Facebook or whatever, you can get like a coupon if you're, if you check into that area, it'll make those kinds of things illegal. So if this law gets passed, it's more than just the end of Pokemon Go. It's the end of a lot of other kind of like geotagging type things as well. Though that will be considered trespassing. So I think that's kind of weird. Uh, I'm I'm not into this uh, this whole you know trying to sue Pokemon, Niantic, and Nintendo just because um, something happens to be on your property geographically in a video game. I I, I don't get it. Sure, I understand. If these people are actually trespassing, that's not good, and they should not be doing that. Um, that is unlawful, and they should be um, reprimanded for their actions. In a reply to the lawsuit, they said there is no legal support for and no need for the expansion of the law uh, plaintiffs advocate. So the court should reject their theory. I don't find it just that they're actually trying to claim all these things. Sure, if they're mad at people, like I said, if they're mad at people for trespassing, that's on them. If you read the actual um, claims, uh, which I have links to those uh, on, on the website, pokedexradio.com slash 96, if you read the claims, uh, he mentions that uh, he had seen a lot more people around his neighborhood, around his house, and even a few people, and this was towards the beginning of Pokemon Go, so this is like August, September time, 
uh, even five people knocked on his front door uh, to ask if they can enter his property, you know, with, under his supervision, enter his property so they can go ahead and just catch their Pokemon and, and then leave peacefully. And according to him, that was a nuisance. Five people happened to knock on his door within probably a couple of weeks' time. Again, this was towards the beginning of the, uh, the release of Pokemon Go. I don't like it. I, I think... I, I think this should just be completely through this case should just complete be completely thrown out. But anyways, let's get on to some better news. The Nintendo switch. I'm, I'm super excited that I finally bought one. Okay. So how it happened was the, the other day, uh, hanging out with my girlfriend, we're sitting there. We decided to get out and go get some Starbucks and on a whim, we're passing by a Kmart of all places. Go to Kmart. They happen to not sell video games. Uh, at this particular Kmart. So we were confused. We decided to then go down the street to a Walmart. Um, knowing that the Nintendo Switch is completely sold out everywhere we go. So we walk into the Walmart. We ask them if they have any, uh, if, uh, they have any Nintendo Switches left. Without even answering my question. Either yes or no. Yes we have them. No we don't have them. Without answering my question. The lady goes. I need to get the keys. And we're just like okay. So the lady goes. Grabs the keys from like her manager or whatever. Comes back. Grabs a Nintendo Switch. Out of like their little like cage box thing that they have behind the counter girlfriend walks up and i'm like we need two switches so after a couple of back and forth because it's a one per customer even though we're buying two switches one for me uh and one for her um it was weird we just had to put them on two receipts it was the dumbest thing but we got two switches and i'm just like i couldn't i didn't think we would be able to find them they're they i know they were sold out everywhere and we had been already searching for them so I'm just glad we were able to get it. We got the Switches and we got uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is an amazing game. So I've been actually very excited for uh, Skyrim to come out for the Switch. I've been playing Skyrim recently. I mentioned it uh, in previous episodes. I've been playing Skyrim on my on my Xbox 360. Playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild feels kind of like, I'll just, put, I'll just say it, a watered-down version of Skyrim. And of course, they are two separate, completely different games but I am loving Breath of the Wild. Like, honestly, it is taking up most of my time these days. Like, if I'm not either at work or eating or sleeping, or obviously now recording the podcast, really just, I'm playing the Switch. If I'm, if I'm not busy, I'm playing the Switch. One thing I did notice, though, um, and funny enough, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was, you know, just scouring the internet for, for ideas for today. Um, I happen to find some other, uh, some actual articles about this, so my next topic that I want to talk about is what the Nintendo Switch needs to do next. Because don't get me wrong, the Zelda box is great, okay? But there's only Zelda right now. Like, okay, sure, there's the one-two Switch thing. Um, and sure, I, I think Shovel Knight's an okay game. I've never actually played it myself, but those who I, I've known uh, who've played Shovel Knight uh, have always recommended the game highly. But again, I don't know anything about the game personally. At the current moment, there's only really one or two okay games for the Switch. Like I said, Breath of the Wild, hands down, you have to buy Breath of the Wild. If you don't buy a Switch and then, if you buy a Switch and then don't buy Breath of the Wild, there's something wrong. You need to buy it. I'm sure there's 1-2 Switch, which is the Wii Sports version of, you know, it's, it's, it's the Nintendo Switch's version of Wii Sports. There you go. So sure, there's that. I, that's, I, I wouldn't even spend money on that, honestly. Sure, it'll showcase some of the the features of the switch and the joy cons and all that stuff but whatever shovel knight is a down is a virtual console game whatever get it there but one thing i've noticed uh about the switch because i didn't really do much research on it just a, li- a little bit obviously but i wanted to be surprised and uh, oh i was on my 3ds on my wii u on the wii 
on my Xbox, on my PlayStation, on my phone. I have apps like Netflix and Hulu and YouTube. So where is it on my Switch? That's one thing I've, I, I noticed right away. There's nothing else I can do right now on my Switch than play Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, and I'm sure they're going to be updating the Switch and, and, and all that kind of stuff later on. Um, I guess they just were trying to get, out, get the system out as, as soon as possible. And it kind of seems like it because there's still problems with the Switch and even new problems that I'm going to tell you about right now. If you remember back when the iPhone 6 Plus came out, um, there was something called Bendgate. And Bendgate, if I can just say it properly, Bendgate uh, was uh, people saying that they, if they were putting their iPhone 6 Plus into, the, into their back pockets or into their front pockets or whatever, if they were to sit on their phone, the phone would bend. Um, I have the 6S Plus. I don't have any problems with that. I knew a guy who had the 6 Plus. He didn't have any problems with that. Um, I don't know anything about Bendgate because I've never actually personally experienced it other than seeing about it on, you know, the articles in the, in, on, online or whatever. Apparently, the Nintendo Switch also has an issue with bending as well. Um, more often when it's docked because, you know, it's sitting in the dock, it's, it's warming and you're running the system and it gets hot because uh, not only is it plugged in, it's also plugged into your TV too. So all this electricity is running through it, obviously. So the system will get warm. I mean, if you play anything, like I'm, I have my laptop sitting in my, in my lap right now, and this thing's getting pretty hot. These uh, Nintendo Switches are starting to get warped by the heat. And something I even mentioned before, where uh, people docking their Switches and the screens scratching, this is causing screens to get scratched. <laughs> Say that 10 times fast. Um, so this is causing even more issues because of people uh, leaving their Switches in the dock, playing it on the TV rather than playing it handheld. So I'm super worried about it now. Honestly, I'm only using the Switch as a handheld. I'm refusing to dock it. Uh, I mean, I was already refusing to dock it in the first place because I don't need a uh, I don't I don't need a, a system that I can play on my TV. I would rather I and you know me, I'm all about the mobile thing, portable gaming, portable whatever it is. I love it. I would rather not be sitting down and playing my video games. I'd rather be able to get up and go wherever I want to and play video games. I don't want to be locked to the couch. So there, that's that problem. And, and super disappointing. Um, again, I'm just going to be super cautious. Don't get me wrong. I will love the Switch up and down. This is an amazing console. I'm loving Breath of the Wild. But I'm still going to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be biased now that I have one. Um, and I, I don't think I was biased or, you know, before because I didn't have one. Um, I'm still going to say, yeah, there's problems with the switch. Uh, like I'm not going to even try to use the dock. Like it's all still in the box, like the little controller adapter thing. Everything's in the box minus the switch itself, the two joy cons on the side of it and the AC adapter. I'm actually thinking of buying like a portable case so I can put it in. So it's even safer and even a glass screen because um, and, and one thing about the, uh, the warping, if you have a glass screen, sometimes it'll even scratch that too, obviously, cause it's slightly thicker. And if it, if your switch starts to warp, there would, you know, obviously be problems there. But after finally getting the switch and just kind of looking at, you know, what's coming for the switch, like I said, I don't see any apps on, on the switch yet. I'm sure they're going to have them again soon, but with the, the, the video game lineup for 2017, now I, I don't have the list of all the games, but at least the games that interest me personally, obviously Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is the launch title. Love it. Got it. Playing through it right now. Um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Hmm. 
Okay, sure. I like Mario Kart. I own almost every Mario Kart game minus the first one for the Super Nintendo. Mario Kart 8 rebooted as, or like not rebooted, but ported over to the Wii U uh, with with additional stuff uh, in the game. Sure. I guess that's fine. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, I'm going to eventually buy anyways. I mentioned earlier uh, Skyrim. Skyrim should be coming out for the Switch later on this year. It's kind of disappointing that the game won't be coming out until late in the year. Uh, Obviously, that would have been an amazing launch title. Um, But with it being, I think, too similar to Breath of the Wild, you're a dude with a sword, shield, and a bow and arrow. It's way too similar, I think. Um, which is probably the reason why I enjoy Skyrim so much is because I enjoy Legend of Zelda so much and that kind of marries that idea and then Breath of the Wild just blows it blows it away. Anyways, moving on. Super Mario Odyssey. I didn't actually know anything about Super Mario Odyssey before I started recording today. An open world Mario game. I don't know. I mean, great. It sounds amazing. Um, and it's just the next game uh, in the Super Mario series, you know, starting since, you know, S- Super Mario 64, all those kinds of games. An open world Mario game. And even kind of sort of in a way taking place in like reality, um, Mario being like looking like a Mario, looking like him, looking like himself uh, among regular people. And he still just looks like a cartoon character among regular people. But I mean, whatever. It just looks weird, I think. But that game does look very interesting. I think this is where games should go is to more open world sandbox type things, though. I do enjoy the linear thing. This kind of, this whole open world you get to get you just go and do whatever you want. You get to get you get to do whatever you want in whatever order. I think that's a lot of fun because I've always just kind of wondered. Okay, just bringing it back to relating it back to Pokemon. Okay, what if you're not from Pallet Town? Let's just put it that way. From first gen, what if you're not from Pallet Town? What if you're from Cerulean City? Do you start there first, or do you travel all the way to Pallet Town just to get your first Pokemon kind of thing? Uh, I wonder how, and I, and I really, I would give my left arm, uh, if they were, well, I would need to use my left arm to play the switch too, but, uh, I would do anything to see a, an open world Pokemon game, but it would have to, it would have to make sure it doesn't deviate from, you know, the idea of what Pokemon is, the trading, the sharing, the, the battling and all that kind of stuff, um, and doing it well. So I would love to see an open world Pokemon game. That's, that's kind of the dream, you know, uh, especially on a portable device, something like the switch. Like I can sacrifice the second screen. Like I'm, I'm totally okay with using one screen. I I've used one screen on a video game system for forever until the Nintendo DS came out. Um, so I don't need the two, but I think it's just, just a couple of, uh, okay titles for the year. But not that many. I like. I personally am expect. I have. I expected more. Um, but for the few that kind of caught my eye, like I said, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, Super Mario Ga- um, Galaxy, uh, Super Mario um, Odyssey, uh, Skyrim, and then obviously Breath of the Wild. But like, where's the Smash Brothers? Where is the you know? Where's the? Pot- I know the next potential Pokemon game is coming out for the Switch soon but we don't know much about exactly what's going on yet. But trainers, that's pretty much it for, for today's episode. What, what are your, what are your thoughts or your opinions? I would love to hear it. Uh, go ahead and comment on the, the Facebook post that I post this on. If you, if you uh, follow me on Facebook, or if you'd like to go ahead and send an email with any comments, concerns, questions about whatever I talked about today, please send them to feedback at pokedexradio.com. And again, trainers, if you can go ahead and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just search Pokedex radio. 
trainers i had a lot of fun this week but i really want to get back to playing my switch so let's go ahead and end this episode now uh pokedexradio.com slash 96 for the show notes about this uh kind of crazy like people just trying to sue for suing sake seems like or not sue but whatever trainers again my name is austin letting you know to live laugh and catch them all and i'll see you guys next week